Broadcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Hey, welcome back to the Gen Extra Podcast with me and Joe. <laughs> In indeed just like the just like the announcement the opening announcement says yeah so where do we even start man uh we had a we had a pretty interesting uh week we did if you want to call it because uh uh you you came down on tuesday because we had our our buddy breeze was here and uh steve from yep. california was here and had a good old time dude that's that's fun man i'm glad you guys all came down we, uh steve came over for for a wedding and uh breeze and came then we over ce- yeah breeze came we over celebrated his his oh, 40th birthday his 40th specifically birthday, at yeah. your place yeah i so said breeze came over from cleveland and we all had a, a little get together on a weekday which was a lot of fun and we actually got pretty lucky with the with the weather it was we did kind of crap for the first part of the day and then it cleared up and man did we play a lot of can jam oh i was about to say i don't know if i have ever played more can jam in a single say sitting or day or afternoon than i did that day dude we had to have played at least like at least 30 some games yeah because every and every everything kept extending first it was like whoever wins wins how about best out of three how about best out of five yep. how about best out of seven right it just kept going yeah and it kept coming down to like six or seven games we must have played like five six seven rounds uh it, it was a lot it was a lot uh, it was a lot, and I, I will I, I will put out one. I will brag about something just just for the show today, and then ahead. I won't bring it up again. If you are familiar with Can Jam, you might know that throwing the Frisbee directly through the slot on the opposing team's can instantly wins you the game. Mm-hmm. And I not only did that once, but I did it twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Yeah, I was, dude, that was impressive. I've only ever done that twice ever, and you did it twice in one afternoon. I did see you do the one at, a, at another party at your house. I saw you throw it through once, which was which was very impressive. Yeah, it was for my daughter's uh, grab party. We were playing some can jam, yep. and uh, yeah, sunk one that day. But uh, yeah, I did it. very impressive, a lot of fun, and I uh, can't wait to do it again next year. I know Steve was already talking about, yep, you know, trying to make it like an annual thing. Uh, you know, not necessarily you know right around his birthday, but. You know, just just sometime in the summer because that's, that's a lot of fun. It's great to see those guys. Absolutely. They, you know, don't live you know super close. Right, I agree. But uh, yeah, dude. So, what do we have going on for this show? I know we talked a little bit about here before. I know we're going to talk about Artemis. We are going to talk about Artemis. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, if you're not familiar with what Artemis is, it, it is. You know what? You better just do this. <laughs> okay, so this is this is our new moonshot, right? This is NASA's next mission to the moon uh which we'll get into more i I don't have to talk about a whole bunch of it now but this is the beginning essentially the beginning of the new foundation of the the u.s space program very exciting stuff yeah i'm very interested because they haven't done much at all like in the past what decade really not in terms of manned spacecraft or to be manned spacecraft Right. right or uh so 
while we've gone to Mars with landers and rovers and really, really amazing stuff in that department, this mm -hmm. is the first, well, this is the, we'll call it this, we'll say this is the first time in a long time that NASA's actually ready to head back to the moon. Yeah. I'm curious. I, I want to talk more about it because I don't I mean, know why they're going. Just just because yeah. or they have a reason. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, just because, you know. Yeah, just because. Like, we miss it. Yeah. See <laughs> what like, the weather's like this time of year. Like I left my keys there. Uh, yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then we're going to, uh, next thing we're going to do is confusing song lyrics. Now we have found out, uh, contrary to what we've said in pretty much every episode we've brought up music, was there actually is a way we can play music on the show, which is right. under the fair use law, uh, as long as we're doing it in the context of like commenting on it, making it yeah. a conversation piece, not just starting out the show with like, here's, you know, a Metallica song. Like, yeah, right. Just because. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to play a couple, uh, two different songs, and we're going to try, and I'm gonna, Joe, I'm going to play them, and I will have the lyrics on my end. And you're going to try and figure out what they're saying. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I can't wait because if Dave, Dave knows one of my, I don't want to, it's not one of my pet peeves, but there are, we've talked about this before. There are a lot of songs out there that I still, to this day, I have no idea what the lyrics are and I've heard them a million times. Well, it's very common to misunderstand a particular line, a word, uh, you know, in a song. But these, these two songs, which we'll reveal uh, here in a bit, it's hard to understand anything. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, they're pretty oh, fun. Man. So I'm glad yes. we're able to hopefully do this, you know, under the the, the blanket of fair use. Yes, uh, absolutely. To uh, wrap up the show, we're going to do a little bit of weird news. Yep. And of course, two of mine are out of Florida again. Because, I mean, really, where else would they be? I know. I was so happy when I found I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I'm like, they're both from Florida. Florida. Hey, look at that. Yeah, so uh, Joe, let's let's jump into uh, Artemis. Let's uh, yes. uh, talk a little bit with. I know I know they were supposed to launch like a few days ago, and it didn't happen. Um, right. Uh, Today's Friday, September 9th, that we're recording, and I believe from what I saw, they're supposed to be launching tomorrow on the third. Is that that correct? is correct. So, like, just the mission facts of the new Artemis program stand as this: the launch date is from. From the date that we're recording this would be tomorrow. So if you're listening to this on the Monday of right. next week, it may have already hopefully, happened. <laughs> right. Hopefully, what we found out over the weekend is that Artemis was able to launch. So the launch date is September 3rd. The mission duration is 37 days, 23 hours, and 53 minutes. How long does it take to get to the moon? I believe it is approximately three Earth days. That's what I thought. Okay. I, I thought it was a few days. Uh, so what, what yeah. are they doing the other like 27 days or whatever it is? So this mission is going to be the staging since there's no there's no humans on this flight. This is a completely even though all the components are there, all the parts are there for for human space flight, uh, this will be essentially the foundational test run of the Artemis of the new Artemis um, rocket, the capsule, the, the 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 equipment like photography equipment, the you know the testing the lander all that stuff. This is like the, this is the big test, test run of, of the Artemis equipment, so to speak, to make sure that it actually can do what it's designed to do. And so they'll be doing, they'll be doing a lot of photographing. They'll be doing a lot of testing of like the boost phases. Um, they'll be making sure that they can circle the moon or orbit the moon appropriately. And then they're sending the whole thing back 
just like they would is if you, if it was if there were humans in it, just like uh, in landing through the Earth's atmosphere and recovering it and all that and all that stuff, right? It's, it's but call it a dry run, essentially. Call it a dry run. I so, think is the best way to put it. So there's no people in the ship, right? No, not in this one. This thing is fully automated. Like mm-hmm. it just flies itself. Yeah. No and one's course, like grounded. behind the you know remote control like back the at, wheel right yeah like no one's like back home like flying it like through like their xbox you know like controller like not, well you know what i mean though. like like they're not they're not piloting it somewhere else like it, it's literally doing all of it it's essentially pre-programmed but ground control nasa ground control can always jump in okay right? they can always they can always like let's add a little more boost here or let's cut let, let's 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 reprogram it so it doesn't boost as long when it's going around the moon here like they can adjust in real time okay right or as close to real time as you can get because of the uh the difference in communication like once it's out by the moon communication takes a little bit longer right yeah oh yeah i'm sure there is a bit of a delay i mean there's a i'm sure the ping the ping back and forth from from uh like dish network is like right. is like two like two thousand milliseconds. So I can only imagine yes. what it is when you get close to the moon. I I forget uh, I, I'll look it up for later in the show. But yeah, commands to the moon are not instant. Or commands to spacecraft around the moon are not instant. Yeah, if you're not familiar that like two thousand milliseconds is like two actual seconds. So yeah. which doesn't sound like a long time, but it it can be if you need to do something like, you know, like in a quick instant. And yeah. So everything is right. So to, but everything has been pre-programmed at least up to this point, but of course they can always jump in. They can always jump in and, and change, change what they need when they need to. Okay. But what is the, what's the actual reason that they're doing this anyways, just so, to kickstart the, you know, missions again, like, like, oh, we need to kind of get back at this or did they actually find so, like a real reason they're going there? I think the, I think the, the best way to put this is that what we found was when the United States was driving, because I don't know if this is, this is gets back a little bit to kind of like the Bush administration. There was a big drive to go to Mars, right? Yeah. And what, what we found was, is as you started studying, we started studying things. We started looking at what other countries were doing. We started looking at the difficulty of doing like X, Y, Z. We found that, you know what, if we're going to get to Mars, we had better learn how to get something back to the moon first and use it as a staging point for things that we need to do moving forward. So think of um think of a think of it like as a literal establishing a moon base, right? Okay. So like the first step to Mars would be orbiting around the moon and communicating there and picking up supplies at the moon, right? And then continuing out to Mars. But also what we found was is that when we started looking at it, a Mars program is that we needed significantly better technology to even get back to the moon because much of what we had done in the in the 50s and 60s it's not lost it's just that it's impractical right you wouldn't drive a 1960s you know chrysler to the moon right <laughs> that's a pretty poor way of putting it but you wouldn't attempt to go back on the same technology so all of that technology had to basically be rebuilt with modern standards okay so that that's really what all this is about so if we want to go to mars someday if we want the technology if we want the understanding of what that space flight is going to be like we had better figure out how to get to the moon and stay there for long periods of time before we try to, you know, just go jumpstart and try to go right to Mars. 
right? That's so this is very foundational to probably stuff that you you and I might not even be alive around to see someday. But this is kind of the foundation to the rest of human spaceflight in the in the solar system. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Shoot. Yes. Yes. You in the you in the back. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm over here. Right here. So <laughs> you in the back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how long were they on the moon the first time? Uh, the program went for approximately, I, I think, up to about ten years. What? No, no, no. Uh, I that, mean, like, no. I mean, like the like call it like Apollo thirteen or I, bad example. Call it a different Apollo mission where they landed on the moon. And how long were they on the moon? Only a handful of only a handful of days. Okay, so they were there for at least a few days. Yes, usually like a few days. I think is, okay. is typically the longest. Um, now with this new one with Artemis, they're talking about possibly being on the moon for like was like thirty days. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes, they they want to keep. So once we have, once we kind of can establish, um, I, I don't know if you want to call it a base because it's still not really going to be a base. But we want to keep astronauts on the moon once we start. Once Artemis can get them there safely, longer, much longer than we did in the Apollo program, because. Well, that's what we have to. That, that's what also we're there to figure out, right? What happens with the you know prolonged exposure, people when they're on a lunar surface? That's right? what I was going to wonder because, uh, you know, here on Earth, like we, the the, the radiation that comes off the sun, uh, a lot of it is doesn't hit us because of our atmosphere. Right. Right. So, what's to stop that direct, you know, radiation? As, as long as they're sitting on on the bright side of the moon, uh. Are, are they, I'm, I'm assuming all these, you know, scientists, they're, they're probably testing out, uh, you know, different ways of like suits and whatnot that, that can withstand the radiation. So you're not subjected to it. I'm totally guessing. I have no idea, but that's where my mind was going was how do they not get like radiation poisoning? Well, and, and, and that's a great point. Something to think about is the fact that as we establish these, whether, whether it be a lander that just lands on the moon or whether it be something that the astronauts can take with them that unfolds into a building, or whatnot, right? That all has to be radiation shielded. That all has to work, right? And if we go back and find out, well, look, it was only like so-and-so effective, right? Certain percentage effective, then we've got to get better equipment up there. Okay. Yeah, you know? that's pretty neat. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, uh, I know with like, like Elon Musk with SpaceX, uh, he's already talking about, like he wants to to make Mars like habitable. Like he wants to put, he yeah. wants to colonize Mars. Like uh, That's what, a pretty was, tall order. It is. Right? What was that Schwarzenegger movie? Um, uh, the one where they went, like Mars was colonized. Total Recall. Oh, yes, Total Recall. Yep, Total Recall. Yeah, and um yeah, if you want if you want Total Recall, we're going to start at the moon again first. Okay. <laughs> I, I found a little bit here that I think you'll find interesting. The most Apollo 17 astronauts. So remember, this is like 1972, I think. Maybe 16, let me see. It was 1972. Mm -hmm. The last Apollo mission, they spent 12 so 12 Earth days is what they spent uh, on their rover, which was the longest, I think it was the longest moon mission at that time. And after that, the Apollo mission was, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, it was canceled because we kind of had learned everything we wanted to learn at that time. And those guys now were all we're gonna, okay when they came back? Like years later, like they didn't get like sick or something? No, I, I think 12 days at the time was, was deemed to be reasonable, okay. right? Especially because even though they were using like the, the lunar rover, the, uh, the lunar rover and whatnot, their downtime was always spent in the lander where they were radiation shielded. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. So they're, just, so, they're not just out there like on some lawn chairs, like hanging out. A, a tent. They took <laughs> yeah. like a space tent with them. <laughs> right. 
I'm sure this is going to like start spinning up like more sci-fi movies and stuff because like already there's movies that that are based around like moon stuff. There was one recently called I think it was called like Moon what was it called? Moon like, Crash, I think or something where something the moon like that. smashes into the earth and destroys it or something like that. Yeah, Moon Moon Falling or something Moonfall. Hmm. Moonfall. Moonfall, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually a pretty cool movie. And it was, Oh, you watched it? I did. Yeah. It had uh, Sam Tolley from uh, Game of Thrones. He was in it. Okay, okay. And uh yeah, they they, they were they theorized in, in the movie. Of course those people were crazy, but they uh they 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 were thinking that the moon was like a mega structure and it was built by like aliens and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what they'll figure out when they're up there. Like, oh my god, like they were right. They found like a trap door. So, let's fast forward a little bit in, in the future. So, so they yeah, like after this is all done, um, and and they want to, and they're like, okay, this is working great. We've sent guys to the moon now, and they they've stayed there for a month. I want to yeah. kind of lean towards the Mars side of things now. What are they planning on doing at Mars, like on Mars? So they're gonna send dudes, which takes what like nine months or something like that to get to Mars. I'm not Mars sure is even worse. I think Mars is like three years. It's three years to get to yeah. Mars. I think so. That yeah, long? Uh, uh, yeah. You, I, I, you're going to Google it real quick? <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. I'm putting it in the machine. Uh, that's a long flight, dude. Okay, no, I apologize. The trip to Mars will take seven months. At, I, I was definitely this, closer. Yes, the spacecraft is... So let's suppose a, a, a spacecraft departs Earth at a speed of about... Uh, call it 25, 24,000 miles per hour. It that's takes fast. seven months. Man, that's far. Seven months. Okay. Yeah, so, so they get there seven months later. What are they doing? Because we've all seen the movie like uh, Mission to Mars and uh, Martian or The Martian with. Uh, yeah. Uh, which is an excellent movie, by the way. Who's that? Matt. What was it? Oh my Matt God. Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, yeah. So, like, they, you know, he got stranded there if you didn't see that movie and he, you know, had to like make his own little uh, habitat in his tent. Uh, what what are they planning on doing there? Something similar? They're gonna like same thing. Put some. They're shit planning down. on sending Matt Damon. Oh, okay, perfect. Well, at least he knows what he's doing. <laughs> no, I mean it's. I guess it, it's kind of that's kind of more of like the existential question of like, what are we doing, right? I mean, all of this is in service of extending humanity, right? It's it's all in service of figuring out the unknown. So. It's it all becomes kind of like that big existential question about like, yeah, sure, we're doing all this, but what's it for? And and while there are, let me just be super clear about this. There are very clear and tangible technological benefits from building spacecraft and then society benefiting from the results of all this technology. Oh, sure. Half yeah. half the stuff around us today in terms of computing and and transistors and and like PC electronic resources was all driven in the 1950s and 60s by the need of NASA to, to need better, faster, smarter computers, right? Hey, if that's, and, <clears throat> that's what it takes. Like our technology isn't good enough yet, but hey, maybe they're going to figure out uh, a better communication system. And they very well, they very well could. You know, because right now we're just, you know, we, we work off of, you know, antennas on the ground for cell phones and, you know, works fine but maybe there's a better way maybe they'll figure right. something out how do you pierce an atmosphere better like what kind of signals work better what kind of you know what kind of waves work better to do certain things right that 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 stuff all benefits from this but like in terms of like what we'll be doing on mars i'm pretty sure it's going to be you know not that different 
than like say what Matt Damon was doing in The Martian. They mm-hmm. were they were studying and expanding the 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 humanity's grasp on what you know I guess our solar system in space and and whatever reality is around us, right? Yeah. So I guess uh, as of now, we've only ever sent unmanned craft to Mars. Yep. To Mars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like the rover. Uh, well, we have two. Two there. Did we send two? Yeah, actually three. Three, three total. Okay. There was, uh, there was a smaller one that went, or two smaller. Uh, anyway, there we sent a handful. We'll just say it that way. But now they're looking Might to send be. people, right? Yes, and I don't know. I mean, it's still. I think it's five. There were five rovers that have been to Mars. Wow. Okay. Um, I I don't know if. I, I honestly don't know if you and I will be around to see. It. I mean, you and I might be asking these questions and we might not be around to see the answer. So that's that's kind of a reality that we have to deal with, which is for me, which for me is what makes the moon so exciting right now, right? Is that you and I weren't around for the first moon landings, right? right. So we now are very likely going to be around to see us land on the moon and build probably very small, very small, call it bases call it colony type things on the moon where like a handful of people stay for longer than like 17 days yeah which i think is really exciting for us to see it is you know they could send these these spaceships up to like if they can send them with nobody in them and land them on the moon they could send up like like four or five of them with just full of materials yeah absolutely and then send up the last one actually has human beings on it and they can just use all the stuff build some buildings hang out watch some tv on the moon that and exactly (laughs) what you what you're talking about is a big part of why the united states has been so gung-ho on the not only the nasa-based portion of 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 this program but the commercial portion like spacex and some stuff that like boeing and and some of the other like blue origin some of the other ones have been doing because while nasa might transport people up in artemis they can use say spacex for example to drop off supplies to the moon yeah right so that's a, what you just talked about there is a big portion of this this whole program just isn't artemis at launching getting humans back to the moon artemis is actually part of a bigger strategic plan by the united states and other countries like this is this is a kind of a global effort so to speak to to get some people, supplies, whatever it may be, back to the moon in a, in a manner that actually works, right? Unlike the Apollo missions, which was kind of like, can we get people there and can we get them home safely? Because, you know, it's 1960-something and the power in the spacecraft is dwarfed by even what's in your phone, right? right? Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, the, the technology back then was horrific. In, Compar- com- in comparison. comparison. Yeah, in comparison, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so I just have leaps and bounds. And and then leaps and bounds again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty incredible. I mean, they, dude, back then it was like a computer. We we talked about it a little bit before. And it's kind of nerdy. Uh, yeah, as, as far we, as we could be nerds for a second. As far as size goes, like, dude, it was like it was a whole room that consisted of a computer, and then they had to learn. They had to physically make this computer small enough, like you said, like because of the space program, they they learned how to make computers smaller. Yeah. To fit on a spaceship, and they just went—you know—they kept getting smaller after that. Now they're in your pocket. Yeah, now you just carry it around with you all day, and then you bury your face in it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'll probably be when they launch Artemis. I'll probably be on my phone. Oh, dude, I hope they do like a live stream from from the moon. Oh, they will eventually. Yes, of course. They'd have to. They'd have to. Be silly if they didn't. 
they get massive hits on YouTube. <laughs> Dude, yeah, their YouTube channel would explode. Yeah, like moon, moon tube. Smash that like button. Right. <laughs> so, all right, we actually let's let's. Uh, let's well, um, well, what I was gonna do to wrap it up, oh, real yeah. quick, is I was, I was just gonna give a couple of really quick small facts and remind everybody what time. Oh, wait a minute. I just realized that that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't Reminding matter. people doesn't matter. about what time this happens doesn't matter. Because <laughs> it already did when you hear this. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, seriously. I hope it was great. I hope um, it all went well. Couple launch facts real quick before mm. we break on this. Obviously, the launch date is September 3rd. Mission duration is 37 days, 23 hours, 53 minutes. When the capsule lands back on Earth, when all this is complete, it will have traveled 1.3 million miles. And the re-entry speed back into Earth's atmosphere will be 24,500 miles per hour. That's fast. So, so that's a little bit faster than, say, your typical like NASCAR race, right? A little bit faster. A little bit faster. <laughs> the planned splashdown, assuming everything goes as planned, is going to be October 11th. So launching, hopefully by the time people hear this show, we will have launched on September 3rd. Expect the, um, the, lander, uh, the lander capsule back on October 11th. And that's Artemis One. There you go. All right, well, I'm excited. I'm hoping to be watching that tomorrow. So, all right, Joe, let's let's move on. Let's move on to our let's, next let's section, which is confusing song lyrics. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to this one, man. I, I really am. I think it's gonna be fun. Not gonna play the whole song because that might take a little while because we're gonna be stopping and laughing a lot. Uh, but the first song that we're gonna play is from Fallout Boy, uh, called Sugar. We're going down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh so, boy. This one. I, you just okay. So I know this song, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I know that I understand nearly nothing in this song. This is great. Again, hoping to be using this under the the blanket of fair use. Uh, hopefully, no worst case scenario, Joe. We're gonna have to pull this episode down at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for all the for when we get uh, sued by Fallout Boy. Right. Uh, no, no, no. They don't think they do that. I doubt it. Uh, so, all right, Joe, I'm going to start the song off. And uh, there's a little bit intro here, so I'm going to kind of keep it turned down. And uh, yeah, once the lyrics are, I'm going to turn it up for you. Okay. I'm going to pause it after the first like line or two, and I'm going to see okay. if you know what they say. All right. So are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. All right, so it's still introing. Yep, yep. This has a fairly long intro. Yeah. You know what they said? Uh, all, am I more than you bullied for? Am I more than you bargained for yet? Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Next line. Great. Okay, go. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. I, okay, I heard been dying to tell you, but then it, but then, okay, so been dying to tell you, you are a here. That's close. I've been dying to tell you any, or I've been dying to tell you anything you want to hear. Oh, anything. So, man, he did not enunciate that well. No, so I'm going to back up just a hair. Okay, here we go. Okay. Anything? <laughs> all, all I heard, the, there's... Lie in the blast 
next to the, and I think he said mausoleum. Oh, that's actually pretty good. It's lie in the grass next to the mausoleum. Okay, but not lie in a blast. Not lie in a blast. <laughs> I can just gonna back up a hair. Here we go. <laughs> all right okay wait <laughs> all right okay the one part um okay i swear and i'm not saying this to like be vulgar but i swear to god that he says i'm just the nuts in your bedpost that's close it's i'm a notch in your bedpost i'm a notch in your bedpost and then the the next part is like i'm just the whatever he said and then it's completely unintelligible yeah uh it says but you're just a line in a song here oh i'm gonna play through because, it again oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Play it again. There. When you read the lyrics, it's actually pretty, pretty well it written. It actually. Okay. Just uh, he just sings it in such a manner that's hard to understand. But here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Anything? I heard drop a har and make a nay. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know what a har is, so maybe it was a harp. Drop a heart, break a name. Oh man, I tell you what, he did not say name. I'm pretty sure he was like nay, nay. like a horse. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so it's like when you when I I'm gonna play it again. Once you know okay. it and you and you listen, you can actually hear it. So here we go. Okay. This one. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna say panay and say panay <laughs> on the horror. What? We're always sleeping in and sleeping for the wrong team. That did not come no. out in that. I was at reading. All. I was reading the song lyrics as he said it, and I'm like, but I still don't even hear it. All I heard is I'm gonna say panay and a say panay on the wrong ning or something like that. Right? Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm gonna play it. Again. <laughs> yeah. Those are the easier ones to kind of understand. Okay, well, that one part sounds like he goes, we're going da. All I heard was we're going da, da, shabby, baby, da, wah. <laughs> we're going down, down in an, in an earlier round. In sugar. Okay, earlier round doesn't come through at all. In sugar, we're going down swinging. This is I one of those things like. That was it. Yeah. You, you know those, uh, uh, those games, not games, but those things they have on like Instagram and Facebook, you'll find them. It's like Laurel and. Uh, so, like it's, it's like whatever word you're reading, you hear it. Like, and, and like, you know what I'm talking about? You ever see those? Yeah. 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 Because so you could make it right. You could almost make it any word that you want it to be as long as it sounds similar enough. Yeah. So as I'm, said. as I'm reading the lyric, I'm like, okay, I can hear it because I'm reading it. So it makes it, right. I, I can see it and hear it better. Uh, so here we go. Uh, okay, so I did hear something. I know you're, I know you're, I, I number one with a bullet. Yes, is that it? Yes, you'll be number one with a bullet. 
Okay. Or I'm sorry. I'll be your number one with a bullet. But yes, very good. Oh, okay. I thought he said you'll be number one with a bullet, and I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? The next part is is hard to understand. Do you want me to play uh, it again? Yeah. All right, here we go. Can you a get... lonely dark complex. Oh, you're not you... too far off. A loaded, you... a loaded god complex, and then okay, and then can you cock it and pull it? Wow, you got that. You got that, that line. No. Yeah. What? You... It really is cock it and pull it. Cock it and pull it. Yep. Really? So, okay, so I've been hearing, I've been hearing that part of the song for as long as I, I thought the song was thing. And I actually never thought that those were the words there. I thought I was still mishearing that part, but it, the, the end of that—oh, my bad. <laughs> the, the end of that phrase really is "cock it and pull it." Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Now I'm surprised that I actually heard that correctly. Yeah, I am skipping through because we've already done some of these. I need to get yep. to the next uh, next verse here. Down, 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 and then nearly around. I think we're just repeating at this point now. Right, right. Complex. Okay. Yeah. It's just chorus, verse, chorus, verse. Um, okay. So that's about it for that song. It just kind of repeats. Yeah, that song that. repeats a lot. So, like, I, I feel like I felt like I was still pretty far off on that one, but there was actually some parts in there that I'm surprised I heard them correctly because that was like, whenever I hear that song, I'm like, no clue. I have no freaking clue what he said. No. I think everybody just sings it, just kind of sings it sort yeah. of like the way they hear it. Like, just yeah, making, exactly. Just making similar noises. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next song, Joe, that we're going to do okay. is by one of my favorite bands, Pearl Jam. This is Yellow Leadbetter. Oh, I, I do. I know this song. I as love, we both do. Dude, I love Pearl Jam so much. Their music is amazing, and they've been around for decades. And again, this is in no way poking fun at, at Pearl Jam because I, I do love their music as do so many people. Yeah. But uh, they're kind of notorious for not being able to quite understand the lyrics that they sing. Um, Eddie Vedder sings like he has marbles in his mouth. A little bit, yeah. I don't mind admitting that because as much as I like, uh, as much as I like particularly albums or Pearl Jam's uh, album 10, um, I, I will admit that I don't know what he's saying most of the time. Yeah. So right out of the gate on this one, it's kind of hard to understand. <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right, here we go. Let's turn it down a little bit here until uh until we get into it. Oh god, dude, just hearing this. Like I, I I love the song so much. Please don't sue us. I don't think they will. I hope not. I think think because we can't oh, understand oh. it, they'll let us go. Okay. What a great Good opening. Good really opening. like the opening here, right? Yeah. I think everyone knows this opening. Here we go, Joe. Okay. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, okay. Oh, here's what I heard. Yeah. Okay, I did hear on a ceiling. No, you didn't. <laughs> Okay, that's what you, a, you heard that's it. What I heard. That's yeah. what you heard. But that's not what it is. <laughs> on a poise up, hella. That's what I heard. I heard on a ceiling, on a poise a pillar. That's pretty close. Uh, it's un unsealed on a porch. A letter sat. 
What? Yes. Uh, what? That's, okay. I'm going to go back. Here we go. All right. All right. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't I can't even repeat it because I have no clue what he said. <laughs> I am so guilty of literally singing it the way like you're interpreting it as well. Like you're just making up words the noises that aren't even the actual lyrics. Th- that I, line there was uh once I saw her on a beach of weathered sand. That's the that's the line. Okay. I'm gonna back it up again. It's not bad there. <laughs> All I heard is, I'm going to wish it and a wish it away. It was on a weekend, wish it all the way. Yeah. I don't even know if this is accurate. <laughs> uh, that's just amazing to me, though, because I've heard this song a million times. And I have never heard the words, and I've never looked up the words, and I've never heard the words that you're saying. My brain has never interpreted the song this way. No, no, but I'm gonna keep going a little bit more here. Yeah. <laughs> and I call and I said and a woe and I said and I <laughs> And they called and I said that I want what I said. And that's and that I'll call out again is the is the words there. Okay, yeah, I I mean I'm glad I'm being educated in the in the lyrics here. Didn't I? I heard something similar to that, but it sure as hell wasn't that. <laughs> I'll do a couple more lines here. All right, here we go. Yep. I'm I'm reading the words coming across the screen. I'm like, dude, there's no way. There's no way you're going to know what that says. The only thing that I hear in that entire, we'll call it like section or stanza that you just Mm -hmm. played, is I think at the end I heard or a box or a bag. That's actually pretty close. Yeah. Okay. The lines were, uh, and the reason ought to leave her calm, I know. I said, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I said, I don't know whether I'm the boxer or the bag. So that okay, was, boxer. Or, that's a, so that's why I heard box or the, the bag. bag. Yeah, that was pretty close. Okay, that's the only and forever since I've heard that song. Like you know, back when it came out up till now, that line has always stuck out at me because I was like, oh yeah, he right there. He says a box or a bag, yeah, which is not exactly what he says anyway. There's only no. There's only a couple more lines here. I kind of starts repeating again. Oh uh, right, right. Uh, so let me, here we're just gonna do a couple more. I I kind of picked, I mean, there was just a lot of mumbling in there and I kind of pick up towards the end, like, and I I think he says, and I know, and I know. Yeah. And then he just kind of trails off. I don't want to stay, make me cry. I see. Yeah. So 
that's not too bad there. I just want to back up to what was the really, really terrible one in here? It was right before that section. It is just, oh, uh, it's just uh, unintelligible. Here's, here's one more time, and then we're going to end this one. Yeah. I heard again. At yeah, the very end, the end. that stanza, I heard again. Yeah, once I saw her on a beach of weathered sand. God, I never knew that's what he said there. Uh, you, you had to look it up, right? I did. Yeah, so there you go. That That's, I think we're, uh, I think we're about done with that, but that that's funny, dude. I'm sure we could actually probably start pulling that out because there are so many songs out there, probably a lot of Pearl Jam songs, really, but uh, yeah, that are, that are hard to understand. There's even some hard, like, Smashing Pumpkin songs to oh, understand. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am, I'm, I, I might be poking fun at Eddie Vedder right now, and I will admit fully that my favorite band, which people who know me know that my, or I guess now, whether you know me or not, my favorite band is the Smashing Pumpkins, and I admit 100% that a lot of the stuff that Billy Corgan sings is I didn't quite know what the words were until I went and looked it up. Okay. So oh, I'm not sure. any better than anybody else in terms of like picking out, picking out artists and stuff that, that write, you know, lyrics that I can understand. Yeah. I think 1979 was like one that was a little bit hard to understand in some of the sections. We're not gonna play it now, but yeah. So we'll come back to that. That was actually a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed that. I did enjoy that a lot, and especially because, especially if it's a song that I might have listened to a lot, as mm -hmm. a, you know, both of us may have listened to a lot, but I never quite looked up the words. No, no, right? it just comes and, on, and just, and you're like, oh, I love this song. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, going, oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm impressed if anybody actually knew all those words. Yes, if like, you did. Yeah, good on you. Good on you. <laughs> So, all right, man, let's uh, let's jump into the uh, last section here, Joe. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. From all across the world, Florida, there are stories to be told. <laughs> the strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. Yes. All right. Poor Florida. So, how many? <laughs> I'm going to have that, have that edited. It's so all across the world, mostly Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and if it didn't happen there, it probably will soon. Yeah. All right. So, we both have two. We got we got 15 minutes left. We're good. Yeah. Uh, once you start us out, what did you find for your uh, weird news, Joe? Okay. Well, I have, I have, I have a back to back weird news. So, like these both happened at different times, but very eerily similar circumstances. Um. The first one, this happened in California. So believe it or not, this wasn't Florida. Mm -hmm. So this happened near, I think it's Vacaville or Vacaville okay. in California. A semi carrying 150,000 tomatoes crashes um, on, uh, on I-80. Crash wow. on I-80, spilling, spilling these 150,000 tomatoes all over the place. Yeah, uh, so wow. over 150,000 tomatoes ended up on Interstate 80 in, in Vac Vacaville, California. After the truck carrying them crashed through the median, the accident unfortunately injured several people, including the person driving the truck, and slowed traffic, slowed traffic, traffic, slowed traffic, <laughs> traffic. to a crawl <laughs> for several 
hours. Graphic to a trawl. Yeah, I know. All my <laughs> words are all messed up now. Thank you, Eddie Vedder. Yes. Uh, so, what, I mean, that's a heck of a cleanup, man. That's not, that's not an easy one, I can't imagine. No, and they're every like I can I can can't, I can only describe the picture. There are tomatoes everywhere. Like it's it's like a blanket of tomatoes for for a good hundreds of feet. God, that's a shame. Tomatoes are already yeah. expensive. Now they're going to get more expensive. Yeah, it does kind of it does kind of it's kind of shitty, right? Yeah, because of because that's such a waste of a, I don't know. It's a good crop, right? That's yeah, a lot of tomatoes. I yeah, mean, I mean that that's that's ketchup. That could be. Tomato sauce, salsa, just uh, the just eating the tomatoes, I guess, right? Pizza sauce, spaghetti sauce, yeah, yeah, lots of tomato things out there, and uh, we just lost one hundred and fifty thousand possible, More of them. yeah, like yeah. possible uh, tomatoes to go into uh, ingredients. Tom- Unfortunately, right, this will probably lead directly to tomatoflation, tomato, ah. tomato inflation, yeah, tomato inflation, tomatoflation, tomatoflation. There was a joke there too, like uh, a. <laughs> Uh, there's not like a like a corny little uh, headline where they're like, like I guess I guess maybe he shouldn't have been trying to catch up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like so bad. There's something like that. Like, uh, the dri- the driver was playing catch up, right? <laughs> yes, the driver after further investigation was not sauced. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of tomato puns oh oh my god why why do we subject people to this <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you know it's this is i you're right though because this certainly has this certainly has puns written all over it and i'm just not being creative enough right now to come up with any i know oh, all right so uh, let's see i'll do mine so wait okay. or you said yours were back to back you doing another one you well me- i kind of have it, it's a very very similar thing that happened so this is in, this was, I, I'll just, you may just go ahead and do this one because. You do yours. I'll do, I'll do my back-to-back Floridas. Okay. So this happened, this incident happened on Interstate 55 in Memphis, about 5 p.m. on August 30th. This was an, this was a, this was a semi filled with not tomatoes. This one was filled with Alfredo sauce. Alfredo sauce? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, man. It, it's just like the tomato incident, only instead of being tomatoes all over the highway, it's Alfredo sauce for like a quarter mile. Wow. That Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's gotta be like, terrible. Like you gotta be out there I with like a, they gotta be bringing like fire trucks and stuff to like hose it off. Like you, you can't clean that up real easy. That's gonna be gross. No, right. I, that's what I was thinking about this one too, is that it's unlike like the tomatoes where you can probably saw start spraying it off or whatever and yeah and, the majority you know, of the tomatoes will be somewhat whole and they'll and they'll biodegrade right so it's okay for the environment whatever i'm looking at this and this is just kind of gross because they're trying to clean it up like with front loaders and like in different like bulldozers and stuff and there's just alfredo sauce all over everything like the front loaders the wheat like the, oh, the treads stinks like that much of it probably, oh. probably smells so bad yeah uh, it's probably terrible and I think those Alfredo sauces generally come in glass jars too, so there's broken glass, I'm sure, everywhere. And that was that was exactly part of the problem here. Is that instead, unlike the tomatoes, which I think were mostly loose, the Alfredo sauce was all glass jars, exactly what you said. So they're trying to like you have to clean it up with different equipment, and it's just Alfredo sauce everywhere. 
man, there you go. Next time you go to uh, Memphis. Uh, no, I'm thinking just like an Olive Garden or something. You're gonna get some. Like, oh, yeah. Like a shrimp Alfredo. That might be an extra buck or two now because they lost all their yeah. all their supplies. First inflation, now Alfredo sauce all over the highway. What's next? Jeez, gas prices just started going down. Now you got to pay more. Now you got to pay more for your Alfredo sauce and tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> oh man, you try to live in the country. Yeah, uh, totally. All right, so I have two stories, Joe from Florida. My first one is a uh, Florida police say man allegedly tried to purchase a young girl. This is a terrifying story, by the way. Uh, Not so funny. Uh, uh, Purchase a young girl from her parents at a grocery store for $100,000. What this just, the f***? I'm sorry. Uh, this just almost sounds too like, like, like the plot of a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, like he approached them and he just he literally approached them and tried to buy her. Yeah, he was arrested uh, and taken to yeah. jail. But yeah, said that the uh, they were at a uh, uh, orange Wixie Dixie something uh, grocery store where this this guy's name was Helm Helmuth Kolb. Uh, allegedly attempted to purchase the child away from the parents, according to the uh, Port Orange Police Department. Uh, open investigation. Okay, yeah, so the, the article is actually really small. There's not a lot of detail. That's, that's basically it, right? Like, that's that's what happened, and that's it. Yeah, but I, the reason I brought it up was just because even... I, I can't even imagine, like... I can't imagine somebody coming up to you. Wh- who the hell would say yes? You know what I mean? I, I can't believe anybody that would would, would actually say yes. Say yes. That's what I'm but, saying. Like, why would this right, guy so even attempt? Why would you attempt it? Yeah, this guy's got to be absolutely insane. Or just comes from by the name, he does not sound like he's from here. Uh, so I don't know if that's like maybe okay where he comes from. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, just just I mean, we don't have to get into it, but like uh, clearly norms and culture and customs and 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 doing terrible. things. I guess what we view as terrible things may be different in other parts of the globe too. But even then, even then, like that happened here in the States, right? Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. okay. So, so, all right. Well, I mean, okay. Well, wait, now, now I understand everything. Continue on. Yes. that That's part <laughs> of the weird news. That's uh, the freaky part. Yes. Sometimes we find some freaky stories. Yeah. Uh, that is a that's pretty pretty scary, and I'm glad that they uh, had the man arrested. Yes, well, I'm glad you're right. It sounds like that has been taken care of. Yes, but I thought it'd be worth bringing up to the show. Yes, it happened in Florida, and it seems pretty out there, and definitely uh, out there, definitely out there. Yeah. So, all right. So, a funnier story, a little a little more lighthearted, kind of. So, okay. a drunk Floridian allegedly drove a golf cart on I-95 with an open bottle of whiskey. Hmm, okay. Uh, this is actually in uh, Titusville, Florida, which is our uh, twinsy town yes. <laughs> in another state. Yes. <laughs> so I live in yes, Titusville, in case, Pennsylvania. In case anyone's wondering, yes, exactly. There is a Titusville, Pennsylvania that we are not far from. Yeah, so it says a woman with an open bag of Jack Daniels whiskey uh, in a oh, in a bag was arrested for driving a golf cart on Florida's busiest interstate while drunk. Says the 58 year old woman was arrested Saturday, which would not have been the Saturday. This article came out like a couple weeks ago. Uh, interstate 95. 
Uh, she's now facing misdemeanor charges of disorderly conduct and uh, in intoxication in a public place. Misdemeanor? I thought you could get in trouble for DUI no matter what you were driving. Is DUI uh, a misdemeanor? Is that all it is? Well, I guess, yeah, I guess. It's not a... It's right. Misdemeanor kind of may, can, can kind of be a misnomer there because it can certainly still be bad. Like a misdemeanor yeah. just means it, it wasn't a, a certain level of charge, right? Like, you know, there's, but it can still have significant penalties and offenses that come yeah. with it. Yeah. She may still potentially see know, maybe some jail time. I don't know. Maybe some jail time, possibly significant fines, right? So it's not, it's not like it does, it doesn't really get her off the hook on anything yeah but it was interesting the way they had to get her off the road uh says okay. a, a semi-truck driver spotted the woman driving in the golf cart in the center lane on i-95 uh which is the heart of florida's space coast i didn't know okay that. yep 95 yep uh the truck driver used their semi to steer the golf cart driver to the shoulder of the interstate so they literally had to shoo the golf cart over with a semi to get her to pull over <laughs> <laughs> so she's just like putting along clearly completely inebriated yeah and they used it they used a semi to kind of usher her to the side of the road <laughs> yeah you imagine seeing that like if you're driving behind it all uh, yeah you're like what is going on here of course if you live in florida maybe you're not surprised yeah it says once uh, once on the shoulder the truck driver grabbed the keys to the golf cart as the woman tried to flee once troopers arrived at the scene the woman stayed or started arguing with them and insisted she needed her bag Inside the bag, troopers found an open bottle of Jack Daniels Tennessee Fire Whiskey. Oh, right. she didn't want right. She didn't want to leave that behind. <laughs> no, so I mean that's pretty that's pretty crazy too that she's just brown bagging a bottle of, of Jack Daniels down the highway on a golf cart. I love. I don't. I, mean, I don't love what happened. But I'm what glad I, nobody what got hurt. And they, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Why would you ever just just you know how hard it is to probably get on the highway in the first place. Like, Especially if you've ever seen, like, in Florida, they have some really big on and off ramps. Oh, yeah. Like they're so saying, like they're massive this, speed this zone. golf cart. Right. Uh, did you think she literally took an exit ramp and, like, got on the highway? I mean, I, I would think so, because I think you have to use, like, an entry or any exit ramp to even have a chance of getting up on some of these. Some of these Florida highways are pretty big, right? Unless so, there was, like, some sort of backside, you know. Yeah, like a maintenance road or something. Something she maybe stumbled on. But dude, you'd have to be really drunk and really stupid to yeah. take a golf cart, which maybe does it best, what, eight, nine mile an hour? Like they're not yeah, very right, fast. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Yeah, and then you're, put, you're putting along up there. Yeah, and cars are ripping speed, past you at like 90. <laughs> I, at some point, even, again, not excuse, like no excuse here whatsoever. At some point, even in her inebriated state, you think some part of her brain that was still working would have been like, this uh -oh. is bad. Yeah. Uh, uh oh. Right. Yeah. And she wasn't even on like the shoulder. It's not like she was just trying to get from like you know like oh, I just gotta get through a little bit. I'm, just, I'm gonna chance it on the shoulder. She was in the oh, middle. So she was in the middle lane. <laughs> like that is oh, dangerous. Like so dangerous, man. Like I know the accident she could have caused uh, just from right. being out there. Let alone gotten herself killed. You know she could have potentially killed like a lot of people. Sure, it's because she's not just endangering herself when she's up there. If someone slams on the brakes, you could be looking at like, especially in like a rush hour or something like that. You could be looking at a, you know, like one of those infamous like hundred car pileups, right? Yeah, yeah. And that would that would be bad. That'd be very bad. So yeah, so there you go. So PSA for the day is uh, don't drive your golf cart on the highway. 
<laughs> especially if you're completely wasted. Yes, especially when you're drunk. I mean, there's no good good time to right. do it anyways, but that's even way worse. Yeah, it's, it's it just makes a bad thing even worse. Yeah. Oh, so, Joe, I think I think we did it, man. I think we're uh, we're about in an hour, so that's, that's close enough, right? Yeah, I think I think we did it. I think we got through today. Yeah, we did. So I'm glad we were able to to get this. Because I have, I have a wedding on on a Sunday coming up this week, and uh, so and we're busy tomorrow. My daughter's coming home from college for the weekend. Well, that'll be that'll be very nice. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be I'll be busy all weekend. So this was a perfect time to do it. And I have to uh, actually got to leave here in about about ten minutes to go on a photo shoot. So yeah, glad we were able to squeeze this one in and get one out for Absolutely. for all you faithful Gen Extra yes. listeners. Yes, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, you know, like I like I always say, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you for tuning in. Later. <laughs>